What's up, what's up, what's up, my friends? Uh, special addition to the podcast. We're going to talk about leading, parenting, and reaching Gen Z. If you were at church on Sunday, we did something very special, which was an absolute hit, and I got to give honor where honors do. The one and only... Pastor Sam, that was his idea. Pastor of style. Pastor of style. Dude, honestly, I mean, Andrew said that. that, First of all, I just want for the record to say, I never personally said... That I was the best dressed no, pastor. No, no, no. We, we proclaimed it okay, over you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I just want that to be for the record. Let the record show. I never, <laughs> that was not a motivator for me. But I definitely will say that that Sam is definitely the swaggiest uh, guy Dude, if you can show staff. up to work in a sweatsuit and call it a work outfit, the, Dude, not a workout custom, outfit. Custom, I mean, custom sweatsuits. Sweat <laughs> the thing, this is how you know your next level in this in the style game is that you make your own clothes. <laughs> I haven't hit that level, dude. No, I don't think I like, ever and will. I haven't <laughs> seen Sam wear anything that he hasn't added something to, and it looks good. That's yeah. the deal. If I tried to do that, it wouldn't look good, but it, oh, it looks man. good. So, uh, Sam had this idea, man. Why don't we do a Sunday where we just champion mm-hmm. uh, Gen Z, our youth, let them take the lead on different things that we had. Youth doing our giving moment, leading worship, just in the so middle cool. of everything it was so fun. And um, uh, I think out of that, we realized like, man, God has got something special mm-hmm. for this generation. Yeah. And God has something unique for it. But it is also a unique time in history. It's yeah. hard yep. Yep. to be a teenager right now. It's hard to be a college student right now. The pressure, the cultural things that are happening, the emotional things that have become normative mm. uh, are unlike anything that's been faced by any other generation before. Yeah. So we thought it'd be cool. Let's have a conversation mm-hmm. with our college pastor, Mr. Andrew and uh, Mr. Andrew, dude, that's like kind of back throwing to your it, kids' days, dude. Bro, it's my roots. Bro, once once a kid's pastor, always a kid's, a kid's pastor. Once a kid's pastor, always a kid's pastor. Mr. Andrew, dude. <laughs> Woo. Uh, and, uh, and Sam, you know, Andrew does our college, Sam does our youth, and talk about uh, what God's doing, but also how do we rally around this generation uh, in a way that's going to set them up to do everything that they're called to do. Uh, Andrew, let's start with you, man. Uh, what are some of the things that you have been encouraged by dreaming about uh, as you think about this coming up generation that is known as Gen Z? For sure. Um, I mean, I think just first off, being a college pastor, there's so much transformation that happens in the four years that sometimes five uh, mm. for some of you. Four I won't and a half? You. Four Sit. and a half? We'll call it six. I mean, hey, <laughs> make it your own journey. But the transformation that can happen in college is really sweet. And I think one thing that's been interesting has been watching over the last six to eight years the, the Gen Z group come into. It, it was millennials in college, and now it's fully Gen Z. And just seeing the cultural differences, um, I think – I view it as an opportunity of like, man, we're already believing for transformation to happen here. Like, let's target that into, man, what are people going through? And we talk about that a lot. The reason why we have a college service isn't because we're looking for one more event to throw. Mm -hmm. It's because college students are going through something different than 
I'm going through as a young married and different than what JD you're going through as a family and as a dad. Like college students of have a two youth. teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, burdened, working on four. <laughs> yeah, bro. If you if you are like, man, I want to start a prayer shield for Pastor JD. <laughs> Two teenagers. That's all I need to say. There's the vision for the prayer shield. <laughs> prayer shield created. <laughs> um, no, but I think just what what stirs my heart is just that for the transformation that's going to happen in students' lives and getting to to know Gen Z, and this is something that I've even learned from Sam, is just his awareness of what the cultural narratives around Gen Z are and how we can target into that. Of Oh, they're dealing with... You made a joke on Sunday, Sam. If you haven't watched his message, go watch it. Uh, you made a joke about people defining their theology on TikTok. Yeah. And I think everyone o- everyone over yeah. the age of 27 in the room thought he was joking. Everyone under the age of 27 yeah. knew that that was a legitimate comment. Yeah. That, that literally there are students that when we talk to them about their faith and you ask them, where did you get that? It's Because it's clearly not from the Bible. And I know our church didn't say it. Where did you get that? Nine times out of ten, oh, I got it off so-and-so's social media page. Mm-hmm. I got it off TikTok. Yeah. I got it off this uh, YouTuber or whatever it may be. And I think that for me, I, I what you're not seeing if you're listening on the podcast, I have in front of me an article that a friend gave me. He's another college pastor, Ben Moss, up in Fort Worth. Shout out, Ben. Um, actually, if, if we can, I'd love to link this article. It's titled, What Every Church Needs to Know About Gen Z. Uh, and it walks through what culture says about Gen Z and how the church can respond to it. Wow. And one of the things that um, when I read this article the first time, one of the notes I wrote down is Gen Z has everything at their fingertips. They're more connected to the rest of the world. They've got the most technology they could ever need. Literally, they took college online for two years and high school. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. they've got everything that they could ever want. You could learn any skill. You could take a master class to become a yodeler if you wanted to. Like literally, <laughs> you could gain any skill you wanted. Um, and as a pastor, that can be really intimidating mm. to be like, what do I have to offer? Mm. And I was sitting talking in a group of college pastors about this this summer. And the thing that we kept coming back to is the one thing you can't get online is relationship. Yeah, mm. well, I'm not hating on internet dating, I'm just saying, <laughs> you cannot get in-person relationship from a TikTok page. Yeah. And that's where I think it stirred my heart. Of, I want our ministry as Antioch College, as Antioch Youth, to be so relationally based of, yeah. we're going to walk through challenges together, and I'm not just going to resource you to a, a YouTube page. I'm not just going to mm-hmm. hand you a book, but we're going to walk through things together. And I think that's one of, one of my big hearts with Gen Z is they're looking for authentic relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and because of that, sometimes they, they spurn authority because they've seen authority mm-hmm. that hasn't been authentic. Because of that, sometimes they reject the beliefs of their parents because they saw duplicity in the way a parent was walking. But it's not out of a motivation of trying to be rebellious. It is a lot of what I've seen. It's out of a a yearning heart for authentic relationships and people being real. Um, And the only way that we see that is through relationship. So good. Yeah. Wow. Um, Being a parent of two teenagers, soon to be four in a couple of months, um, I think that the pressure that is on yeah. these guys is palpable. Yeah, unprecedented. Uh, the expectation that is put on them digitally, mm-hmm. the things that they're feeling, perceiving, mm-hmm. um, uh, what 
influence looks like to them, what mm-hmm. uh, what winning looks like to them uh, is so different. You know, I'm thinking like, you know, one of my kids started a YouTube channel. <laughs> I like. I watched the first episode, by the way. Dude, thank you. Well, thank only you. about six minutes support, out of the 17. Support TG. I watched, I watched. <laughs> yeah, support TG. TG. Um, the fact that he even had the thought at age 13 (laughs) that he had a valuable point of view to add into an already existing global conversation when it comes to sneakers and fashion is a fascinating thing. Yeah. Yeah. That in and of itself is fascinating. When I was 13 years old, I was not thinking, you know what? <laughs> Let me put my ideas out there, no. mm. right? Like it didn't even pop into my mind. No. I think that is super challenging to parent, but also it's should be really encouraging. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing that you think in your thought process, I have something to give right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like right now I have something to give that that people want to see, they want to listen to. And I've been proven totally wrong. Be honest with you. Like I thought, dude, no one's gonna watch this. This is gonna be whatever. He's doing great. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. And like it it I'm like, wow, okay, cool. This is uh Sam, speak to that for a minute, dude. What is it about this generation that thinks they can do anything and as a parent talk to me for a minute too how do i both foster humility character Mm -hmm. discipline and say i see you and i value what you have to say yeah very very great questions um well i mean first off the reason I, I believe that Gen Z is in a in a, in a place, and, and Andrew was touching on this a little bit, where they feel like they have so much to offer is because what they're what they have accessible to them. Yeah. Like I mean, it's easy, right? Like back then, yeah, you couldn't get your phone out, record a video, post it online for hundreds of thousands of people to see. Now it's accessible. It's yeah. anyone can do that. So one, it's accessibility that gives that opportunity for Gen Z to voice things. But beyond the accessibility of that, I'd say a very big defining factor of Gen Z's characteristics are that we have, because I mean, I'm, I'm a part Gen Z, so I know this firsthand as well. It's, there's this negative narrative mm. put on by culture and society that we can't do stuff or that we don't know any better and that we don't have anything to offer. Just a bunch of gamers. Yeah, it's like oh, a whole bunch of, you know, you guys are lazy, you guys are always on your phone, yada, yada, yada. And, like, yes, a lot of that is true, and, and there's some negative things to that. But I think the that desire to prove people wrong hmm. and that there's something inside of them that is they're yearning to release, especially, I mean, look at, like, the injustice that's going on and, like, yeah. what happens in government, what happens in culture. Like, Gen Z is the first to get on Twitter, first to get on Instagram, the first to sign a petition, like, there's this need and desire to release something that's inside of them. And I think that's birth from millennials and from Gen X. 
Mm. I think it's a trickle down of that because you look at millennials. Millennials were born and raised into a really interesting transition between no technology and internet to the birth of it. So then you see how millennials now, as Andrew was saying, they're transitioning out of college and becoming like adult adults. <laughs> and now Gen Z, we're like becoming the new millennials. And then Gen A, which is next, they're becoming next alpha. Gen Z. Yeah, alpha. It's the gangsterest name. Yeah, it's, it is. It it's is. so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> they're the alpha generation. That's right. But I mean, I just think it's just, it's the accessibility and it's a desire of wanting to share something inside of you and, and this like mission-minded, mission-oriented generation that is Gen Z. Now the whole parent side of it, I mean, I've had this asked by a lot of parents and stuff, and I mean, I totally understand it. I'm not a parent. Obviously, I don't have kids, but I'm on the other side of it, and I could totally see from me growing up and with my family and my friends of, like, wanting, again, having all these things and ideas and, 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 and things you want to share and, and, and to put into the world, you yearn and want to be to be seen, to be heard, to feel yeah. valued. Yeah. Um, and the best thing that a parent could do is, out, as outlandish as it may seem, as impossible, even as dumb as it may sound, giving that your child like the ability to just voice it, yeah. even if it's dumb. Like, let them say it and make them later yeah. on be like, man, that sounded really dumb. <laughs> but it's like there's this yearning of wanting to be heard and seen. Yeah. And like, even if it's a whole bunch of hoopla, like it's so much valuable for them like it's so much better to release it than have it inside but then of course how do you find the 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 fine the fine line of like i don't want you to go off the deep end you know keeping you grounded you know level-headed the humility aspect i think that's the form of like parenting that really comes with having genuine authentic relationships and allowing a safe place for them to approach you can i throw something into that please i think that what you're hitting on at the end is Gen, Gen Z is looking for authenticity. So being a parent, I think a lot of times the challenge can be, oh, well, I'm supposed to be strong for my family mm. and I'm like supposed to be the provider or I'm supposed to be the caretaker or whatever it may be. And because of that, the vulnerability can happen in your life group. Oh, I'm, well, I'm sharing with my community right, what's going right. on. Yeah. But the vulnerability with your kids is mm. going to buy their respect yes. because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for an authentic generation. Right. And... They don't see that as much from millennials um, or Gen X, whatever generation you're from. So I think being vulnerable, and I think, Sam, what you're saying, getting in their world. Like, if your kid cares about makeup tutorials, learn everything you can about makeup tutorials. And again, it's silly. It's like, do I really need to watch YouTube videos on makeup tutorials? (laughs) And it's like, dude, if that's what your daughter's into, then yeah, yeah, you do. Because then you need to know what content she's consuming. Mm. I think a lot of times parents get nervous about like, oh, well, like there's so much accessible. And it's like, yeah, if you don't know what your kids are clicking on, what they're consuming, then there's no way you can walk them through it because they're not most likely going to be like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. So get like, I would encourage you get hyper engaged. Mm -hmm. And for my parents' generation, that was the way they were hyper engaged was sports or school activities. And so it was a little bit easier of like, oh, I'm just going to coach your team. Oh, I'm going to go to your dance recitals. Now it's like, oh, my kid's making YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I get involved <laughs> in the digital yeah. world? So I think just saying it's one being authentic with your own life, your own struggles. If you don't repent to your kids, this is my challenge to mm-hmm. you. Repent to your kids. So if good. you pop off on your wife, you need to 
repent to your wife and to your kids <laughs> mm. because they're, they're going to see that, that modeled before yeah. them. And not only will they learn what should they do in the future, you're buying their trust yeah. because they yeah. want to see someone's authentic and get involved, over-involved in what they're doing. That way you know and they can, you can speak their language, which is tough with yeah. Gen Z. It's own language. So tough. Yeah. It's his own language. So <laughs> I, I think what you guys are saying is huge on the authenticity piece within parenting. Yeah. I think that that is a shift. You know, I didn't, growing up, I didn't see. Right. Uh, like my parents didn't come to me with their junk, right? Mm. And I honestly hadn't didn't care, but <laughs> it's super valuable when I yeah. own like, hey, I got frustrated there, guys. Like, I shouldn't have responded that way. The grace yeah. that my Gen Z kids show me, and the openness that they then yep. have towards me, because they're like, oh, Dad's not trying to right pull one over on us. Like he knows, yeah. like he shouldn't have done that. Cool, he owned it cool let's move on yep. you know i i think that is a must yeah and i'll say this to to kind of wrap up this part of this conversation parents you can't autopilot this generation no i think mm. there was a time when you could autopilot rearing your children because culturally the baseline values what was available at the push of a button was not only more limited, uh, it was also simpler. Mm, and sure. yeah. you have to know what's going on on your kid's phone. And that's not being nosy or being a jerk. Like that's being a shepherd. Yep. Yeah. It's like you, you, there are things that are trying to steal, kill and destroy this generation and you need to have a policy in your house and yep. it needs to go both ways. Yes. That's how we sell it at our house. It's like <laughs> yep. you can use and look at my phone. You can look at anything on my phone. Yep. Anything on my phone. Guess what? I can do the same to you at any time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, because it's not because I don't trust them. It's because there's too many things that are out to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. And if we we have to be engaged, we have to be engaged. You got to know what's going on. And I love what Andrew, Andrew said. If your kid's into watching makeup tutorials and you're like, what even is that? <laughs> you know, like seriously, like I, I'm like, what? What? People make a living? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They do. <laughs> yes. And um, you need to know what's going on. Right. Why? Why is that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> what? What are? What? What are they looking for? Yeah. In that, you know, because what's interesting about Gen Z is that they're not just consuming content; they're looking for a tribe. Mm. So there's something happening in these random things, like you know, this the people that my kids watch on YouTube. I think ninety percent of it is stupid. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so dumb, but. The truth is, is that 20 years, TV's not going to exist. Yeah. When you ask my kids, like, hey, what's your favorite shows? It's YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. It's not television. Yep. And that's just where we're headed. Right. That, yep. that's, that's where it's going, regardless of what we want to do or not mm -hmm. do. And 
we can't just sit by and just be like, oh yeah, just do whatever you want to do. Right. It's like, no, like we, you know, I used to be able to get on my bike and take off and be gone all day, (laughs) you know, and I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have anything. And I would show up at dinner time and my parents didn't have to ask me really where I was, although they did. Because where was I going to go? I was on my bike. I went yeah. to the park. I went to the convenience store. Right. You know, like I went to my friend's house. That's basically it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, the equivalent, we, we jokingly say, oh, we can't let our kids do that anymore. They do. They just do it digitally. Mm-hmm. Yep. They jump on their digital bicycle, which is their phone, mm-hmm. and they disappear all day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? So you need to know where they're going. Yeah. Yep. Because it's not like there's a few options. There's endless mm-hmm. options. So as a parent, I'd encourage you, be over-engaged. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, be overly vulnerable. Yeah. Like, be yes. like, hey, you can look at my phone. Yeah. yeah. Dad's got nothing to hide. Yeah. And if you are in a stage where you do have things to hide, let this be a motivator for you yeah. to <laughs> for sure. get yeah. some freedom in your own life. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, and, 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 and get some breakthroughs. So... Big things coming for this generation. We're excited yes. about it. This is the beginning of uh, ongoing conversations about how we can parent better, this generation lead uh, better, and uh, believe better yep. uh, for what God's going to be doing. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.